This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and aren't offended by discussions of male bondage, sex, pornography, or other kinds of content with sexual themes. Welcome to the Bondage Gaze. I am Nat, and I'm Sammy. And today we're jo- we're joined by Shane uh, from Brooks and Whatnot. Hello, hi Shane. <laughs> okay, so I guess I could ask the first question. I mean, so I already just kind of said that, but um, so where have we seen you in the Bondage world? Uh, back alleys. No, um, so probably <laughs> on Recon. Um, I'm on Recon. I've been on Recon for oh god, seven, eight years. And obviously, Brooks and Whatnots. I've modeled on there before. Uh, so. So, and I'm sure there's several pictures of me out there on Instagram. So that's the other place you probably find me and Twitter. Okay. Oh. I want to hear more about these back alleys. And where <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, what are they not telling me? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if that's what's waiting for me in a back alley, I think I might <laughs> take more back alleys. <laughs> All right. Well, what would you say is your favorite scene in a movie or TV show? I'd say there's a few. Um, obviously, I'll be really the typical, that's how I knew I was gay probably or I was into bondage especially the whole Robin from Batman and Robin. Um, that's like the typical one. Uh, I always like was especially intrigued because of how they did his duct tape. But I'd say another one is have you ever seen another stakeout with Milius yeah. and he's like duct taped to the chair? I don't yeah. know why but for some reason that has always stuck out in my mind. I mean I've always like been intrigued every time I see a bondage scene. I'm like Scooby Doo like uh, but I definitely say those are probably my two most memorable ones and the ones that I I love. Yeah, I've mentioned another stakeout on here a couple times. Yeah. Because I think Nat was talking about the Mighty Ducks, and I'm like, well, when I hear the Mighty Ducks, I go, Mighty Ducks. Uh, right. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez is stakeout. Tiger Gag did another stakeout. I, I, I mean, I feel like that's even kind of the interesting thing about it is like the kind of, you know, the kind of somewhat fatherly, whatever character he was in like Mighty Ducks, and then to see him bound and gagged and like something else, like, I don't know, just so, something about that combination of the two, at least for me is I guess hot. Like, he went from a coach to a cop and then well and like even and then I think to that it's a fact that like in another stakeout he like you said he was this coach and then he's being mentored by oh what is his name the older gentleman's yeah. character so he's like watching over him almost like he's this child his son and then hey your son ends up tied up in you know the next door neighbor's basement <laughs> typical typical Tuesday I guess but yeah. <laughs> do you have any others you said you had a few oh my god oh now that you're asking me I'm like ah. oh I will say I, I used to well I used to watch I'm going back through and watch Smallville and definitely there's a few times that there's one episode I think it's in season four where Tom Welling is chained up Um, I was like we can't be rope that was one and he's actually I think been tied up a couple times in the in the show and then I remember when I was younger I used to watch Lois the Adventures of Lois Clark Superman and there's a couple times I think Dean King's character was tied up okay and that really turned me on too Um, that's when I probably should have known (laughs) <laughs> but I would say, 
Oh, I just, it's really kind of hard to say. I, I feel like there's so many of them out there. And I, now that I'm on the spot, I can't even like think about them. <laughs> or I even think what they would be. They'll probably come to me at, you know, four in the morning and you're going to get a message. Um, <laughs> Put some little insights here. Please don't at 4 a.m. Yeah. Like, can we record? Can we add this? Um, <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that, that's a version of you up that I, I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, I like a few of the small girls. Well, actually, there's really only the one scene that I appreciate because if they're not gagged, I'm not really interested. Right. And that's the problem with a lot of the small girl scenes and some of the supernatural ones is they get tired a lot, but the gags are very rare. Yeah. So I did appreciate yeah. when Lex got tight and gagged. Oh, yeah. The, that's the other one when he's like in the circle with that one and she likes the circle on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good one too. Yeah. Which actually, did you ever see the show, uh, which actually segue uh, in Pat, uh, Impastor, have you seen that? Yes. And he's, and he's in it. Yeah, and he gets ball gag and he's on the freaking yeah. X all ch chained up from the, by the Dominatrix. Yeah, that's actually a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then with you bringing up Superman, I thought of, well, I mean, I didn't watch it because obviously it was like way before my time, but I, one of my favorite pop culture bondage is, is Adventures of Superman, like Jimmy Olsen getting tied up like almost all the oh, time. Like, yeah. he's just so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. He did. <laughs> trying to think what else with other ones. Oh my god. Seriously, they will come to me later. I, I can't even think of that. Right <laughs> You've given three answers. That's fine. Okay, so um, what would you say is your favorite gag? Oh, wow. I've always been keen on duct tape, obviously. Especially black duct tape. I think it is, just looks so good on a guy. Even when it's just a single strip. I don't know what it is. It's just that gets me going. Um, it really looks good on my boyfriend's mouth. Mostly just because he's quiet. But <laughs> I, I like duct tape. Uh, especially if there's like a sock in it. I mean, that's just super hot. And... I like ball gags. I used to never be a fan of them until, I'd say about three or four years ago. And then even then I'm like, oh, just the ball gag itself. I think when people put clear duct tape or clear tape over it, I thought it was super off-putting. Their lips were usually smashed. And then I actually watched a video of it happening. I want to say it was from, is it Breeder Fuckers or whatever I think yeah. it was? And that just completely switched me. And I'm like, holy shit. So I like that, but I don't get to do that one that much. I've only done it actually a couple times on the website. I'd like to do it more, but I'd say that those are my favorite ones probably the most. And then I just actually got some of the black PVC tape in, and I'm actually kind of keen on that one now. <laughs> um, it's funny, because I, like I just I just got white PVC tape. I haven't used it yet, because I literally just got it this morning. But yeah, I'm excited to use it. Break it out. It is awesome. It, it works. It sticks to itself. It like, even when you peel it off your hair, it doesn't hurt. I mean, there's, I'm not gonna lie, there's a slight little bit of steam, but not a yeah. regular duct tape. It's great. <laughs> I'd say those are my favorite ones, I, but I also really do like when people take socks, knot them together, and use that. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that one as well. Yeah. It's just the big demeaning about it. Yeah. So does your yeah. opinion stay the same when it comes to you wearing a gag, or is this just when you're gagging other people? I'd say both. My only issue, I, I'm not gonna lie, I could be a super, super little bitch when it comes to the duct tape <laughs> coming off the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'll endure the pain. But I think the sock, like the knotted sock is more, or even a ball gag for me, I think me personally being ball gagged, I think it's hot because I think the drool is hot. Um, the drooling is super hot. I just, to me, it's, I don't want to say it's demeaning, but it's just so, it's a very subspace. 
And I'm usually, you know, I'm 80% active, but yeah. when I get in the sub mindset, yeah, it's like, Ooh, I go, you know, balls to the walls yeah. on it. And so I think that one is really good. And, and I have a really big red ball gag. I think it's a large and most people can't fit it in their mouth. So I'm one of the very few. So I'm like, might as well use it somewhere, I guess. You know? <laughs> but I definitely try to get more. I have a, what are those? The rubber bone ones oh. that I try to use more and more and the rope one. I, I, I really want to do more with gag. Bandana, bandana's awesome too. I love bandanas; yeah. just so classic. But I'm really, I'm really bizarre because I think to myself, if I'm going to use a bandana on someone, I want it to be with regular neutral colored rope because I just, it, to me, it brings an aesthetic to it and a classicness. I'm really weird on like the balance of it. I mean, yeah. bondage. We look with our eyes. Like you want those aesthetics. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm really intrigued about the ball gag. Personally, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of ball gags. I will yeah. use them. I think I'm similar to you in the sense that I didn't like them at all, and then. I had trouble breathing so I was like what can I try and I'm going to try to ball gag it was not great but it worked yeah so I came around a yeah. little bit they're still probably out of like Cape Cleave ball probably my least favorite of the three yeah they have their flight time and place and now I really want to try that large ball gag yeah, yeah. even if it's only so, for a minute so, I just want to see if I can fit it in my goal yeah <laughs> I, I love that you bring up like the drool because number one with somebody I used to have like we would role play like video chatting and that was the first time I ball gagged myself and then wrap tape around and then one thing that disgusted me so much was because i mean i was like that for a while so a lot of drool just kind of kind of pulled like around my mm -hmm. mouth so when i took it off like i even when i washed my face i still kind of felt it on my beard and it felt so disgusting but then i also liked it and <laughs> i slightly hard from this <laughs> <laughs> that and then i also recently talked to somebody about a captured guys video that i really like where um the sub is he is hogtied and ball gag and i just find it so cute that like at some point of the video you hear him trying to slurp in his his drool to like stop to keep it from dripping but then mm -hmm. eventually he kind of gives up on it i mean that just that's just how it works you can't stop that from happening yeah so, i don't yeah. know that's like a very human kind of thing to you know in that context to like still not be self-conscious about drooling and things like that because it, it's almost de almost dehumanizing to have to just sit there and drool like a dog yeah right right and that's one of the things i I tell models that I put it on, I'm like, just let it go. <laughs> don't hold it back. I mean, yeah, I agree. The slurping, it's it's fun because they're they don't they're embarrassed by it, so they try to. But I'm like, I can hear you slurping. Uh, the camera can hear you slurping. But I'm like, just let it go. And that's some of the best, especially when if they're tied up, standing up, or in a chair, and it just is going down all over them. I, that's just super hot. Yeah, it's like, and then also I was um, muzzled yesterday, and yeah, it's like I. Like at one point, I kind of slurped up like a lot of drool, but then towards the end, I, I stopped caring as much. And since it kind of goes under the chin and everything, it was all mm -hmm. just filled there. And as soon as it came off, like just like a whole uh, Yeah, th those ones are definitely your the muzzle ones are a little tricky because of that'll pool down in there. There's a couple gags I have I got from who's Mr. Leather and Mr. S. Leather, and they're both plug gags. And um, I didn't realize when I ordered them, one is just a regular little piece one and then one is one that goes around and velcros in the back uh like a wedge i didn't realize they were peckers so the first time i got them uh, and they're veiny too i was like holy shit um, okay we're going for legit stuff here. yeah and i will never forget one of the first models i tied for the site he was a straight guy and he I'm, I'm like, we're going to use this one on you. And he had to hold it in his hand for several minutes and reassure him it wouldn't make him gay. Oh. And 
and so yeah i was like dude if this makes you gay we've got other issues just like <laughs> so and the wedge one's not bad but it velcro so it doesn't hold as well as the buckle one on the other and i i love using the other one the buckle one on my boyfriend because he almost gets like rock hard from it instantly it's for some reason having a pecker gag in his mouth you know just does it so i use that one as much as i can on him so <laughs> so your boyfriend's into bondage as well yeah, we'll go with that. Um, he He's weird in it. He says he's not, but he only engages in it with me. He will never be tied up by anyone else. He doesn't want it. And because I've had a couple people be like, oh, well, you know, you can tie him up, then I'll tie you up. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's <laughs> that's just a brick wall that's never going to happen. And But if there's sex definitely involved, he's all about it. If his whole gets attention, yeah, he's all about it. And I think that's, that's part of the reason why he likes it. And when we first got together, I actually introduced him to bondage. And he he automatically thought it was a it was sexually involved like because when we first met i tied him up and, you know we had sex so when i launched the website he automatically thought that there were, it was just gonna be this full-on sex thing and all that <laughs> and i'm like no no but that's all he knew yeah but uh he he does like i mean he's modeled a few times for the website which i feel like he's probably been one of the most <laughs> aggravating models and I know <laughs> especially hears us later he's gonna be like oh. um but because he'll throw a fit but he's one of the only people that when i go to get i tie up he throws a fit the entire time and i'm like you're the most uh, frust you are such a diva you know and so he hates it so he doesn't like to model but every now and then he's kind of my reserve like oh shit i'm gonna do a halloween theme one and i forgot to tie someone up bam throw on a costume you're getting tied up uh so yeah he 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 does get into it occasionally but it's mostly with me there's a lot to unpack there i have a few <laughs> notes i made so one it sounds like he's not into bondage he's just into you which is really fucking cute sure <laughs> yeah. like i've had that with guys in my past a long long time ago where they've gotten into it then we've both moved on they're like yeah look i probably will never do it again it was more just i got into it with you and that's about it and yeah. if he's throwing fits during shoots it sounds like you're not using enough tape on him well that yeah no yeah don't worry it's it's, it's, it's like i think tying him and i'm starting to think like maybe i should just well because i always have a process to when i do the web the shoots um i'll tie the person at first and then we go through it without the gag then we add the gag and do more shoots so sometimes like i would think to myself maybe i should gag him while i'm tying him up so i don't have to listen to him yeah take it off do a quick bunch of shoots without the gag then add him back you know so yeah he uh, he's just very or even trying to get him to squirm and struggle it's just he it's lackluster right. <laughs> you know i'm like come on bud i go you gotta help you gotta step it up so yeah it's it's very, like i said it's a process with him. Yeah. I mean, and I get that because when I have, obviously I'm always the one struggling in my videos, but oh, sometimes to get my husband on board, to get him to film, because it's not really his thing, it's my thing. Right. Can you just be ready? Can you just do it without bitching? Right. Like, just indulge me, you know? Yeah. Indulge me for a few minutes. And I will say this, though, he has, there's been a few times where we, I feel like it's always been when we've been tipsy that he's done it. Um, He'll initiate, like, he'll take a belt and he'll tie my hands behind my back or and then tie my feet and then you know edge me and play with me and stuff like that he'll sometimes he'll initiate it i've actually tried to teach him how to tie i've actually wa walked him through tying my hands before uh and he's just like oh this is too complicated this is too and it was a simple you know call and tie nothing out of the ordinary 
so that's why I also been ordered from Fort Troth the Velcro easy like harness things. I'm like, here, we'll use these in the bedroom. There's not a lot of work to them. We both can try them. So, because I've there's been a couple times I've actually done self bondage. These came home with me tied up, so he like we could fool around. Um, oh, that's like, and then he just he didn't even get that much into it too. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like all the work's <laughs> been done for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. The things we do for love. Um, <laughs> and I just that whole put on a costume you're getting tied up just that one sentence even without the put on a costume just the phrase <laughs> getting tied up that's like yeah amazing i wish my husband would take that kind of dominant approach of not yeah. want to be tied up you're getting tied up yeah and that's and that's what i think a lot of people who especially don't have that kink side to them where it's just the simple authority of it yeah it's the being forceful where it's like you know my pants just got pitched to dinner son you know like that's what they don't get it's just we sometimes like that force of nature yeah, like I don't always want to be like, yeah, tie me up. I want you to initiate it. I want you to well, force it. Even though I want to, I want you to force it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a lot easier to be a sub, like when you're not, when you, you know, when you're not completely into it, because yeah, yeah you can't just kind of fall into. Okay, you're taking charge. You're telling me what to do. I don't, you know, I don't have to learn how to tie. I don't have to mm-hmm. learn like dominant things like that. I just basically have to respond to whatever stimuli you give yeah. me. Yeah, and I think that's one of the great things when you are averse as they say because you can you you're you know what you want because you give it to other people you know that i like it this way because this is what i do to others and it turns others on and in turn turns me on being the dumb so when i'm in the sub role I like that as well. And I think it's it's people, I'm a firm believer and I think everyone should try their hand at both roles yeah. because you will find a really good balance. I have a, a buddy out in Colorado that he's tied me before and we joked around about him subbing. He's like, oh no, I'll never do that. That's basically he in his his mentality thinks it is a very, I'm, that's, I don't want to say beneath him, but he just thinks that if you sub, you know, you're never in control. I'm like, oh no, there's plenty of power subs. Um, also known as power bottoms. <laughs> You know, but I consider myself a power sub. Yeah, I'm always in control. I could be in fucking hundred feet away, but I'd still be in control. Right, exactly, and that's what I think. It's just that mentality, and people need to understand. And I think that's why there'd be a better. I feel like a better flow to things, but that's just yeah. So I don't don't want to be in that much control, but I always fucking am. Right, right, exactly. And sometimes when you're in that sub role, you almost have to be very forceful just to get what you want. You're almost playing like. Reverse psychology on um, like oh maybe you should gag me and like, okay I'll gag you like, you know it's, it's like uh, yeah I feel like it's a lot like being a cat when a cat wants you to pet it like just like pressing yourself against you like come on yeah. let's do this right exactly just don't make me shit in the box right. <laughs> so where do we have the boyfriend on to share his side of the story I know right I wish he was he'd probably be the one just like popping his random head in the background right. what is a memorable bondage moment from a session oh okay i'll split this in a couple i'll do non-website i was actually up in omaha i met. i was doing a business trip and i met up with the student via recon and we i tied him up in his basement had him hogtied put the ball gag in and we were talking about nipple clamps and have you ever seen i think it was from breeder fuckers the the the, ma- the nipple clamp magnet game where they have like the nipple clamps with the magnets on them and then they like toss the magnets on the floor and the person has to like crawl around tied up trying to pick these magnets up oh no oh look for it i'm i swear to god it i mean i i, I seriously get so 
turned on by it. And I'm trying to actually recreate it eventually. But I actually did recreate it one time, but I was the one picking him up for my boyfriend because I was trying to show him how to do it. Uh, so anyways, so I told the guy that I tied up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out to my car. I'm going to get the nipple clamps and stuff, and stuff. So I go outside, get in my car, get the stuff, go to get back in, and the door was locked. Uh, apparently, he had a door, one of those doors that even though the doorknob is locked, you can still turn the handle so you think it's not locked. So I open the door thinking, okay, and it, uh, it's one of those doors that shuts like right behind you. So I go out and here I am locked out of this guy's house and I have him hogtied and gagged in his face. So I start having to do a full on stealth mode and I start like perimetering his house trying to get in any window I could, any door that I could. And of course, it's starting It's starting to get dark out. So here I look like I'm trying to break and enter this guy's house. No luck. So I finally decide to shimmy myself between the, the bush out in the front of the house and the house itself because I had noticed, oh, there looks like a basement window. And I thought maybe this might be one of those trusting suburbanites that, you know, leave those type of windows unlocked. So I'm like, no one's going to shimmy behind a bush. So I'm in there and I hear him screaming for help. He got the ball gag out. And he's screaming for help, thinking that I left him. And I'm yelling at him like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not that guy. I am here. I'm trying to get back in the house. So I was like, how do I get back in? And he starts screaming to me the code to his garage. And so then I start screaming it back to him, just be like, okay, I want to make sure I hear this. So I'm yelling it back. And then it's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You're like literally announcing to his neighborhood how to break and enter this guy's house. So I finally get in. And I mean, the guy had, I mean, he really struggled to try to get out because he thought I left him. And so that, and we played, we joked around for, played for a couple more hours and joked around about it. That's probably one of my most memorable non-website moments because it was just one of those I be be cognizant of everything because I did yeah. leave the door because even when the door shut behind me I thought oh no big deal I'll get right back in. Yeah, not happening. I feel like website wise a lot of memorable moments is I sometimes am such aloof when I'm doing uh, photo sessions. I'll have someone tied up and I, I again, I, for some being in the military, I'm, sometimes I just lose complete of like what's going on around me and I'll fall over objects as I'm video recording or as I'm taking photos because I'm like, oh, I forgot there's an ottoman back there. And I flipped over it and the person was tied up on the floor and I popped my head up and he had like literally somehow physically tied up, got himself up and was like trying to hop over to me to see if I was okay while he's bound and gagged. Um, so I just, it's a lot. I see people for a lot of things when I have people tied up or things happen. So I really need to put a bell on like I'm a cat or I don't know, something <laughs> to like be very cognizant. Um, yeah. And it's really weird because when I tie people up for the website, I'm so, I will, I'm really weird about, oh, I see rope in the background. I don't like that. So I'll move it. I'm very, I want this perfect scene, but then I forget where I put things and then I trip over them later. I've bruised myself up a lot doing it too. I, I feel like that would be like a work comp thing. <laughs> I'll work comp against myself. I was going to say, uh, you, can, you can always see yourself. Right, exactly. That's hazard and unsafe working conditions. <laughs> but it's just, I think those are some of my most memorable moments. Um, I feel like ever since that Omaha one, I've been very, very cognizant of what I do and how I do it because I'm like, I left that guy in that room. I guess another bondage one I'd have to say would be, I was up in Minneapolis, met a butt on recon and he, I actually, he dommed and I subbed. And so I tied myself up and left myself waiting for him to come. And I mean, I had, I was gagged, I was blindfolded. I had my AirPods in so I couldn't hear 
render anything. So it was like the first time oh, I really rendered that much control, especially because I had to put my card to my room on top of the vending machine and leave my room like playing out like, please don't let someone like had watched me in the hallway and then they, you know, come in and I'm screwed. Uh, so that one was pretty fun too. I really liked that one. Uh, and then I also got to tie up, I guess I have several of them. Um, I got to <laughs> tie up Bound Taylor. Oh yeah. And we've met before and we did, we met again in Chicago. I had him tied up Spread Eagle to the bed and I left the camera on while I ran to the liquor store, uh, which and I was gone for maybe seven minutes. But that was one of my favorite, because I wanted to live stream. And he's like, absolutely not. But he didn't care about the camera. And then I come back and he, there's so much pre-cum, so much pre-cum. <laughs> Super hot, but I thought that was one of those like I was kind of nervous because I'm leaving him. I'm like, oh my god, don't yeah. ask me another. I somehow get locked out of my hotel room, and then they don't believe that I'm in there and whatever. So that one was fun too. I really enjoyed that one as well. So I suppose the with live streaming and recording, you can control how it gets distributed. Once you live stream it, it's out for everyone. But right. If he's just right. recording it, if something goes wrong or he hates how it looks, you delete it and no one ever sees it. So I can understand. Yeah, it is, and it's. I'm actually excited for when I do release that photo set because obviously I had another video of him but it was just having it was super hot to just have him there and knowing that I had the control and he was just there I wish I could have just somehow it would have been hotter if I could have had it somehow streamed just to my phone not yeah. even live stream just to my phone so you know like a creeper nanny cam or some shit <laughs> don't ignore the bear in the corner but I think that would have been fun but it was that was a really good one. yeah I mean one of the hottest things like my first like boyfriend ever did was was offered like for me to like leave him like bound and gagged like in like in my room while I went and ran an errand and as much as I wanted to do that I was like no this isn't a good idea like someone someone else might come home and my room doesn't have a lock and yeah so many things could go wrong with this like yeah but I mean he really got brownie points for volunteering that so oh nice yeah. And it's nice that he actually let, like, was all up for it, too. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, because I was recently talking about that, like, when vanilla surprise you with certain things, like, right. you, you don't have high expectations for them, and then sometimes, yeah, like, sometimes they offer something that it's like, oh my god, like, I can't believe you offered this. Like, right, yeah. right, I think, well, I mean, of course, my boyfriend knows Dennis Kevlar, you want to tie me up and fuck me in my palm? I mean, you're obviously getting something out of it. <laughs> but those are fun, or, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, haven't you always said that you wish that like you wish that brandon would like tie you up and leave you or something like oh yeah well okay it's not so much being left it's because if i'm tied up and i want out he will untie me and if he, he's not there then i can't get untied right right <laughs> i just want to be actually tied up that i can't get out even if i don't like it too bad not for too right. long like maybe a couple hours it's like one of those scenes of a movie where it's like no matter how much i beg you don't untie me yeah and then, then you do beg and then they doing like i was testing you you failed you know uh, yeah i've never done that before i would never <laughs> test someone <laughs> yeah like i mean for the most recent session i have i love how the text he sent me that morning like before we met was you know we're gonna meet at this time and then you know and i'm gonna tie you up and you know we're gonna do this and then he said like if something comes up that i have to leave i'm gonna like tie you to something and leave you there and like i, I don't know if he'd actually do that but just him telling Telling me that was so hot. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it is act and there's been a couple times where I've actually came I've came home before. This was a few years ago, and the boyfriend had Blaine had tied himself up or 
you know, handcuffed himself to the bed and was in some sort of harness and jock. I think I went to the grocery store and he did that. Or no, I came home and he was already like that. I'm like, well, I've got to go to the grocery store. So we're just going to leave you. <laughs> um, so then I came back and actually uncuffed him and then brought him into the living room and tied him up and left him on the couch while I cooked dinner. Um, so that was fun. Uh, and he's, he definitely, he can get into those scenes. Uh, so that's, I love that about him where he will do those scenes to just kind of appease me. But he also knows he's getting something in return. So, yeah. I mean, it's really. <laughs> so do you have a memorable moment with your boyfriend? I feel so like a lot of the times when we've done the bondage, it's, I feel like, oh, this is going to sound so super cliche. It's always been memorable every time. I feel like it has, though. Every time we've done some sort of bondage scene, it's always been really great. Especially when he kind of gets in that dom role. He'll, he'll do it, I think, and he'll take me by surprise. I think we were in St. Louis at a casino in the hotel, and he completely just, all of a sudden, pulled the my, like, my belt off and tied my hands and then used his belt to tie my feet, and then teased me and edged me for a while. That one was really, really fun. But I guess I'd say a memorable moment was, I was trying to teach, I'm trying to get him into doing the, the nipple clamp magnet game, because he has, like, yeah. great nipples for the nipple clamps. <laughs> but he, like, refuses, even though he keeps... He's like, oh, it's going to hurt. I'm like, but you keep talking about getting your nipples first. So I thought I would demonstrate. So I, I literally tied my legs and all that. Um, I can't remember if I did a, a harness around my torso. But then I'm like, okay, you're going to have to tie my hands behind my back. And then I had the nipple clamps on. And then he had tossed some magnets. And then he ended up gagging me too. And that was actually pretty hot because I was that was probably one of the most super submissive I have ever been with him. I mean, I'm literally crawling around on my knees. I had my legs in a frog tie, my hands tied behind my back, gagged, trying to pick up magnets with my nipples. It was hot to me. I mean, it definitely helped on my pants, but... <laughs> I, he didn't. He didn't get into it as much, but I think that was one of the probably one of the hottest okay. because I was so submissive, but I was kind of leading the submissiveness of it. I was almost. I was almost my the own dom to my own sub. So, uh, but it was it was really hot. I wish he would have you know then like, turn around and be like, okay, now it's your turn because like yeah, we're not doing that. I'm like wah wah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe he can be enticed. Right? I know. I'm like, just try it once. Just try it once. Just the tip. No. Uh, that, I know. I'm just like, you got to try it once. Just once. If you have two approaches, you could be really sweet. You could be like, you know, if you do it for me, I'll cook your favorite meal, your favorite dessert. Right. I'll give you a blowjob. Or right. Or you could tie him up and be like, you get a hundred lashes if you don't do it. So get to fucking work, you little shit. Yeah. Like, exactly. You're going to get, get lashes or your balls are going to get some tapping. So, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I might have to choose that. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Your boyfriend is going to hunt me down, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to like, meet in some random spot, too. <laughs> We're being the bad influences. Maybe I shouldn't go down those back alleys. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Blow job or I might get blown. I don't know. Okay, yeah, so the next question is, so uh, what's an ultimate bondage fantasy <laughs> I kind of just like the whole idea of like kidnapping, I don't know, it sounds weird, kidnapping and or just being overpowered and completely just overpowered, really. I think the kidnapping, um, there was one video I saw one time, I think it was on boundguys.com, and this guy was tied to a chair in some room in a basement. The guy went down and like checked on him or whatever. And I don't know why, but I found it so super hot. Um, even if it's like, hey, you're kidnapped and in someone's basement, it's still, for some reason, just, I thought it was super attractive. So I kind of like that, with the whole just being overpowered or no one can help you. I don't know. I think that's 
probably one of them that I just, I really, really liked. I've actually done a couple of kidnapped scenes with people where I picked them up from their house and then we drove to a park at night and I forced, forced them out of the car and then tied them up and threw them in the back. Um, and then, you know, they didn't know anything until they got to my house and I brought them inside. So I've done that too. So I really, I like that idea. I don't know why. Um, I mean, I don't think I'd really want to be truly kidnapped in life, like yeah. kidnapped, kidnapped, <laughs> but I mean, something about it being a bondage fantasy just totally switches yeah. the dynamic. Yeah, so like, I kind of role-play, just not okay to do it for real. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like um, something I recently, I just kind of even thought of in the moment uh, for my a recent bonded session was, so I was basically just completely immobilized, like blindfolded and gagged um, at another guy his house and he just kind of left me like that like i was like just like sitting on like a bench thing that he has and he was just walking around doing things in his apartment and something that kind of came to mind is i, I mean even though that wasn't my house but just imagining like a home invasion in a scenario like just kind of being like that while somebody's like sort of just walking around ransacking your house and, but you just you know you literally like can't do anything like right just kind of ignoring you right <laughs> yeah i often well not so much these days but i used to fantasize about the kidnapping scenarios I met a guy on a recon back when, a long time ago when I was on recon, and he had a fucking white van. I'm like, oh yeah, I really want to be because of this. I just want to be hung tight in the back of that van. And I mean, I, it's not that I don't have that fantasy anymore. I just don't think about it as much. Right. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. someone wants to take me to a park and chuck me in the back of their car, van, anything, <laughs> any vehicle you want to tie me up in the back of or in the trunk of, I'm down for that. Right. <laughs> And it's also funny how many people we've had that, like, with that exact answer of just of just being kidnapped, of, you know, some some form of it, of either being snatched off the street or being, you know, in someone's basement or someone's closet or something like that. Like, I suppose it all comes back down to we were exposed to a lot of type scenes when we were younger, and a lot of them were kidnap scenes. So that's right. what brought us into bondage. So we kind right. of want to recreate that, I guess. Right. And I think it's just also the, you know, like you're saying, you can't do anything about it. Or, you know, they're sitting there just, you know, tormenting you or teasing you like, hey, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, you're not going to do nothing. Well, I mean, I guess it's like you can't get out of the ropes. But, you know, that that's something about that, that they're antagonizing you and you can't do anything about yeah. it. You know, you're helpless. You get a, what is it, a fear boner, as they call it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I just ask, what do you mean by they don't know anything till they get back to your house? Oh, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're gagged, they're blindfolded, yeah. they have no okay. idea where they're going. Okay. And I've, I've especially, uh, there's, uh, and I've actually even reversed it too, where we, one of the guys, he, we went to leave. And I go, okay, you're getting tied up and gagged again. And I put him in the car, and then I took him back to the same park that I tied him up at. And so I was like, okay, you never knew, like, where I lived, which that almost sounds even creepier now that I say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like, he, he's like, I don't even know where you live. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um, that's Actually, it's like super hot about it, because he had no idea where he was going. And I think the car ride was, shit, it was a 25-minute car ride. Not long, but I mean, it's definitely, you know, he definitely didn't know which direction he, he could track me down but so i think that was fun too yeah i i get how you mean like you say oh yeah that's kind of creepy but it's so fucking hot like, right, like, the hotness <laughs> outweighs the creepiness <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's creepy but 
what? Um, you know, it's, I think that's what's fun about it, especially even, and I think the one time I did do him in the trunk, which I, you know, of course got super nervous about. I'm like, I made sure to take rows that I knew no one would be behind me because I'm like, God, watch someone rear end me. Um, yeah. But then I've also had him in the back seat, which the car that I had at the time was the windows weren't tinted. So I thought it was even hotter that here I have this guy hogtied in my back seat. And anyone could, you know, like minivan pulls up and it's like, mom, look, someone's tied in the back, you know? Like that was like even one of those, like a trucker could look in and see this guy in there. So it was, it was really fun. And then I got the, another dude I did it to, I had a Golf, a Volkswagen Golf. So the I didn't have a big enough trunk, so I had to put the back seats down. So he was like half in the trunk, half in the back. <laughs> so that was actually kind of fun too, because then I could for sure, you know, take selfies with him in the back seat. So not well stopped out of red line, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> with the guy tied in the back seat driving, taking selfies. Um, <laughs> hey, this totally like the driver of the year. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having a guy tied up in the back seat as long as he's wearing his seatbelt. Right. And exactly. <laughs> right. I'm like, strap you in. Right here, I'm going to tie these cinder blocks around you in the trunk so you, you don't move around too much. <laughs> now it sounds like I'm taking you to the river. <laughs> There was one guy that I actually did talk about recently. He lives a ways away, and we were talking about doing a, a photo. I mean, he lives about, it's a 45-minute drive from here. So he doesn't have a car, so I have to go pick him up. Like, oh, my God, 45 minutes each way. But then I was like, you know what? I'll just tie you up. I'm going to tie you up in the back seat. And I, told, I talked about tying him to where he'd be setting up, and then his, his legs would be up and his feet would be tied to the headrest. And then I could tickle him or whatever, like while we're driving, so I could do something to torment him because I guess he's really, 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 really ticklish. I'm like, if I have to drive 45 minutes each way, you know, we're we're gonna make something happen here. Yeah, um, I still got to make that one happen actually. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was thinking that like, yeah, you you could say oh, I'll just tie him up for those 45 minutes, but also, do you really get anything out of that? And I guess right, tickling. yeah, tickling maybe you know, stroke him in the background. So, unfortunately, my car now does have tinted windows in the back, so people won't see that. They'll just, if they drive by, like, the front, they'll just see feet tied up to headrests, I guess. So. <laughs> He's doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> like, explain that one to the cop. Um, so, he wants it, I swear, officer, he wants it. Yeah, maybe you'll get a dumb cop like in that story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, it, it, well, it's because when he said hog tied in the back seat, that was kind of something my mind went to. <laughs> but yeah, not, um, thanks for plugging my story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how much I love that story. <laughs> okay, so uh, what made you realize that you were into bondage? I pretty much been in it all my life. I think my earliest memory, I was oh shit, like four or five. And I took a belt and I put it around. My dad was sitting at the kitchen table and I put it around his feet as one of my earliest bondage memories. But I've been in it my whole life. I obviously tied my friends up, you know. And it was, I never even did the whole, you know, we're going to play the whole, not to sound PC for a second, like cowboys and Indians. Like, no, I'm like, I'm literally like, I'm tying you up, you know, and they're just kind of like, okay. Um, so really, I wasn't really weird because they gave into it. So they were just as weird. Uh, but yeah, I did that. And then I, I did it a couple times when I got older and then did it, you know, a few times in college. I, I feel like I've always had these waves of it. And then I finally, you know, about seven years ago, I just kind of 
I was traveling for work and I was tying guys up while I was in different cities. Um, just embraced it, embraced the bondage. So I've, yeah, I've been into it all my life. I don't know really what sparked it. I guess I was just born with the bondage gene. Um, <laughs> you came out you know? of nowhere with a fucking lemon. <laughs> <What? on. laughs> we're, we're, we're the X-Men. Right. <laughs> I see where you ball Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's like I've always been into it. It's just been bizarre. I don't, I really don't even know if there's something significant in my life that spurred it. I suppose why are we into what we're into? Like, there's enough to be yeah. a reason behind it. And I just right. think this weird mental image, you know, like when you see the TV shows and they're on the road trips and like it'll show the map. Mm-hmm. I just thought of that, but only like it's like how they have like anchor points. Only it's yeah. creoles of rope just dropped yeah. in random spots on the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where you've been. You made your mark there. You tied up all these guys yeah. in this area, this area. That actually be a really good one. Like a bondage road trip. Yeah. Good, I'll have to probably the boyfriend for that one. <laughs> Prepare him. Yeah. Sorry, like, by the way, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do this. Because there was one time we were actually on a trip back from... We drove down to Destin to see our friends get married. And I was just feeling really wily for some reason. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to handcuff you. Uh, so I handcuffed him. And yeah, at first he was super like, I don't know. People are going to see me. And I'm like, whatever. Um, I don't care. <laughs> uh, so I did it. And I uh, I gagged him too. And then I, I jerked him off. While, and he was in the passenger seat. God, another not, another not safe driving story. <laughs> but like... It's like, look at me, I'm multitasking. Mom, no hands. Uh, <laughs> and that was a fun one, too. So actually, he enjoyed it. Um, I think he really did truly enjoy the fact that he was kind of helpless in the passenger seat. Uh, and, of course, we were driving on the back roads of Destin and or Florida and Alabama. So not a lot of traffic. And his window, his passenger side wasn't tinted so i think that was even more arousing like someone really could see inside if someone did pull up so i think he did kind of like the whole embarrassing moment of it so i might have to do a bondage road trip with him yeah like steak points <laughs> well you don't have to tell him that's a bondage road trip you just take him on a road trip that's and true. Tie him up and then don't untie him until you get home <laughs> Right. Well, and that's kind of like with him, you know, when I was telling him, oh, we're going to do this, he's like, yeah, and then I'm like, we're fucking doing it, and then he just, like, pretty much submitted. So it's just like, it's almost like I just need to start that, the conversation like that, we're fucking doing it. He's like, okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> I've never done this before, I swear. Uh, Can you do you me know, a huge favor? Can you coach my husband to be like you? one. It's almost amazing just being forceful actually just does beg forgiveness and ask permission almost, you know, which is a complete mantra of my life, especially my civilian job. So I should just take that over to the bondage world and say, screw it. I'm not asking for your permission. You're going to do it. And then they're like, oh, okay, you know. I love that you say civilian jobs. <laughs> you don't call them civilian jobs? Well, I do because I'm also no. because of the military. No, no, that's, that's yeah. why. I, I knew that was why. Good old civilian job. <laughs> <laughs> they ever knew what I would, if I did this shit, they'd be like, what the hell? Wouldn't it surprise them, though? Because I, I do human resources for a living, and so I always joke around about how being in HR, you're basically a masochist. So it stands to reason. I'm also a sadist. Um, so it stands to reason. Potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to find some way to write a book or something like that and compare HR to bondage. I need to do that. <laughs> to do list. Well, with bondage, they tie you up in rope, then they fuck you. With <laughs> HR, they tie you up in contracts, and then they fuck <laughs> right. you. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you get fucked either way. What's your poison gonna be? I'll take the bondage. <laughs> right, exactly. 
sex or getting fired from a job. Uh... <laughs> I guess that's where I'm lucky in Australia. I feel like we have a lot more rights as employees. Or maybe it's just I've had good, good employers. I don't know. That could be, yeah. That's the thing, because I, I worked in fast food, as a manager in fast food restaurant for years. I fucking hated the job. By the end of it, I was just like, what will be less painful today? Deep fry my face or complete my shift? And every day I'm like, I'm not sure I made the right decision, but here I am. But i got to say, my employers were great. Like, I had no issue with them, the job just sucked. And the customers. Yeah, the and fact now, that like, you literally it. just compared working the rest of your shift or being like horribly scarred. <laughs> Those were your two options. <laughs> well, I assume the fry will kill me. <laughs> that too. I mean, <laughs> you probably have the luck; it would just scar you, and you you have to, oh. to live through it. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I've often thought about that American Horror Story coven when one of the characters goes down to hell, and it's her fast her old fast food job. Like, oh. maybe I shouldn't die because that'll be I'll be back at my <laughs> right. old job on a continuous loop. Like, <laughs> Right. I mean, so so many. If hell is something like that, like so many people, like that would be it. Like, like customer service or some shit. Right. Or vanilla, like no king fetish vanilla. Uh. <laughs> What's that saying? Too kinky to torture? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I think in my case, it would be going back to like not finding any fucking doms like nearby. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I mean, dogs. it's just been flooded with subs. Like it's. Just like okay, like this is too many. Like it, it's kind of like you know, like when you if you if you can if you find one street cat and bring it home, it's fine. But then you know, it's a, you have a problem once it's like you know five to ten to fifteen or whatever. This just is subs. I like stray cats. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna be around some keeping like oh total stray cat over there. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Well, okay, so like one, I mean, so one thing that with the how did you realize you're in bondage, I know, I know we're kind of backtracking a little, but it's funny because one thing that I noticed that I always did as, as a kid is, is kind of similar of like, I would, I, I would have conversations about bondage with other kids and it just didn't really seem weird to them. Like, like just randomly talking about scenarios of like, you know, somebody being tied up or something like that. It's kind of that they would say about <laughs> but yeah, it's like so. I mean, that was one thing that I, it, it's it's weird because like with kids, um, you know, bonded seems so like I don't know, such like a normal thing. Mm -hmm. like, how much kids, you know, cartoons and books and movies and things like that. That so talking about it isn't necessarily weird to them, right? Because we're no, innocent back then, right? It's funny you say because like it's so taboo when you get older, and I don't know about where you all are, but like here especially, it's so taboo in the gay community. And I'm like, what? like we're supposed to be the kinky ones. Like we're supposed to be the the purrs, apparently, according to the world. Yeah. Why is it so? Why is it so taboo? And what's weird, especially here, is it's not as taboo in the heterosexual community because I actually have like bondage and rope sessions and stuff, but we don't really have it here in the gay community. And I'm like, I'm like I feel like I'm in some sort of twilight zone, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what's wrong? Am I taking crazy pills? Like, what's happening here? It's so bizarre. Yeah, like, I, I, I've been joking about, like, recently, I kind of got a guy, uh, like, because uh, I'm on Scruff, and a guy that started talking to me, I kind of got him off my back just by, 
what I like. I don't know. He kind of asked what I'm into, and I always say that's a mistake when people ask me that. <laughs> and then, so I kind of, I don't know. I kind of, you know, said something somewhat ominous or whatever, like you know, like watch out, like what you're asking for, or something like that. And he said, oh, I can be really kinky, and then I just basically said like, well, bondage that doesn't necessarily involve sex, and the guy just stopped responding to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they think it's like, oh, because you like to type people up, you're gonna fuck it. Because I mean, I'll get that a lot because I'm on, I'm be, I'm begrudgingly on scruff because I don't want to be on there but you know my boyfriend's like hey it's a pro like he suggested I get on Grinder to try to find models and I'm like okay that's gonna go over well yeah. um, and it totally didn't because you know people thought I was wanting to have sex with them and I told one guy I'm like no I'm not here fucking and then he completely decided to try to rip me apart and tell me no no one wants you on here you're basically like a I mean it was like a stain on the world oh, I go wow I'm like you obviously have you know rejection issues but okay yeah. and and yeah, and it's like people, oh, what do you do with your your people once you tie them up? I snap photos and take pictures and videos, post it on the internet, and then they're like, no, I can't do that. It's like, oh, okay, we're definitely not on the same page here. That's, that's weird, because uh, people think, oh, that's weird, but we are like, oh my god, that sounds like heaven. Right. Expose <laughs> me. Expose me. Tie me it up is. and give me all the attention. Right, exactly. Lights on me, what? Oh, I've never done this before. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's just so weird how it is sometimes I, I am truly truly baffled when it comes to that how it's it should be more normalized as adults it yeah. shouldn't be so taboo because when we first got together my boyfriend was more open about my, the bondage than I was like he told his family when I first met his family they're like oh is this the guy that tied you up I'm like say what now like what were you talking about well like my family doesn't even know that side of me and I'm like holy shit boss because so I'll kind of tell you a side story of this when we met we actually met through a mutual friend a guy that I actually had tied up and him and his husband and I were all out to lunch and they invited my boyfriend and I don't know why but my our friend's husband said like out of nowhere was like you know, you're the guy that ties people up in the middle of the restaurant and I'm thinking, yeah, we've had this conversation before. Like, I've been over to your house before. You know, I'm like, okay. But that piqued Blaine's interest. Um, and so we ended up talking. And the next day I tied him up. We did our thing. Well, no, I take that back. That was on a Tuesday. Thursday, we went on a date. And we, the one of the local bar, gay bars here had has a thing called laid back leather social. Uh, and so the guy that I had tied up, he's like, I, I want you to do a rope demo. And I'm like, okay, uh, so we're doing it, but I didn't have a model. So I'm like, sorry, Blaine, like you're my model. <laughs> I'm gonna tie you up like in front of people and you know, you strip down to your jock, like it's gonna happen. And so I did an arm binder on him and it was great because I actually, you know, with the extra rope, like used it to basically like force him bent over and he actually had to lick like the leather daddy's boots. Um, so I have some of those photos, which every time I show him, he's like, I, I hate it. I'm like, did you? Why isn't this more normalized, you know? Yeah. You know, the leather's big. I mean, bondage is big. Rope is big. I mean, I just, I don't understand why it's so taboo and people don't want to talk about it or whatever. So we have these pictures and he showed his like sister like, hey, this happened to me at the bar the other night. So when I first met her, she's like, oh, you're the one who tied him up. And then when I met his roommates when we first were dating, like, oh, you're the guy who tied him up. I'm like, did you take like an ad out in the newspaper? Yeah. Like, what's happening here? Facebook um, post. And, but it was just so weird. And I started getting more and more comfortable with it. 
you know, and that, that's kind of now what I'm known as here in where I am. Like, can't say, like I'm known as a guy who like ties people up, and it's 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 weird because it's I'm comfortable with it, but at the same time too, it's the fact that even though I'm comfortable with it, it's still bondage. So this hush hush thing that people don't yeah. talk about, yeah. uh, and I'm like, why, 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 why? You know, I mean, I don't know. It's well, so bizarre to me. Well, here's the thing yeah. I'm thinking, and then kind of because it become it goes from being a kind of fantasy kind of game thing to a sexual thing. Yeah. The reason why it's okay at a younger age is because you expect when you're a young age to kind of be in that kind of fantasy, role-play, right. kind of yeah. innocent playfulness, yeah. which is out in the open. But then when you're older, you don't have your sexual stuff out in the open, usually. <laughs> yeah, so that is our first episode of discussing male bondage porn uh, with Shane. We'll be back next week. Once again, this is the Bondage Gaze. I'm Nat. And I'm Sammy. See you next week, guys. Yeah. Night.